Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust issues. <laughs> yeah, we back. <laughs> it's sick trust issues. Yeah, I tried to I tried to go to work, but I couldn't <clears throat> I couldn't make it today, y'all. This is this is Dez. This trust issues by You Heard Me Podcast. It's October sixth. It's um what time is it? Three fifty three in the afternoon. Quick episode this time, y'all, cause you know, I've been real messed up over this last week. Maybe not maybe not this whole week, but since like Sunday, I've been feeling quite under the weather. So <clears throat> haven't really been up on all the news. I did see that they the linebacker off of the uh Cowboys got cut, Jalen Smith, and that Stephon Gilmore got cut. Um I don't know what I don't know if waiver rules apply for Jalen Smith, but um, I don't know if teams would take his salary off of waivers versus trying to work a new one out with him. But um, he's a really good player who I hope the Ravens pick up because uh, so far linebacker is the position that's definitely the most worrisome on the whole team besides offensive tackle. Um, and I really, really am not too excited about the linebacker play so far from Queen and Harrison, uh, especially Queen, man, because Queen, he, he gives you so many flashes of ability and it's just, it's unfortunate that he has so many terrible plays, man. But, you know, Queen still, this is what his 20th regular season game that he played in. So Queen has time, but. You know, what a lot of people might not know about Queen is, you know, Queen was a running back in high school, and he moved to linebacker in, at LSU. So the type of athlete he is allowed him to be a running back uh, commit to LSU. That's crazy just by itself. Then he gets to the end of, to, to college, and he ends up converting to linebacker. So, you know, he's not a lifelong linebacker Um to where the instincts are there for him to be playing within technique. Um, and you see it happen pretty much every week, every game. You see Queen get out of technique. Um, and I really don't know how much you can coach a guy into technique once he's already in the NFL. But on the other side of that is Odafe Owe. Now, unlike Queen, Odafe wasn't playing football at all. So – you know, he's learning everything for the first time as he's getting this coaching and, and, and you know, at the end of high school and college and in the pros. <coughs> so his learning curve is probably a lot different. You know what I mean? And you see the plays that – the good plays that Queen makes are elite plays, guys. The blitzes, the when he's scraping down and – making tackles downhill in the run game, and he's making tackles for one-yard losses off of one-step burst. And st- I mean, Queen is an insane athlete with ridiculous range and amazing abilities. Abilities. But that's really all you can say at this point, positively about the dude, um, based on his body of work so far. You know, and I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't really want a boomer bust player as my middle linebacker. 
in theory. You know, I'll take a boomer bust pass rusher. I'll take I even to a degree take a boomer bust receiver, boomer bust running back. I'll take a boomer bust quarterback. Depending on who I got around him. But I don't really know if I want a boom or bust middle linebacker. I, I I would rather have a high ceiling, I mean a high floor, low ceiling player, if anything. Because I need stability right there. Like if if the play gets funneled to to him, I need him to make that tackle. If he's filling that gap, I need him to make that tackle. If the question is, is can he even get to the next gap over physically by the time I would need him to make that tackle? I don't know. I might be sacrificing extra ability for reliability. If I'm not talking about that's an elite player who I'm building my whole entire scheme around. So I think that there's a lot that goes into that decision on, you know, do you go after a guy like Jalen Smith? And, you know, I don't think that the Ravens are in an amazing salary cast position. So, you know, should this guy become available? I don't know if they can pay him what he would probably ask for. Especially if I'm not mistaken, he just signed an extension like last year. I think that they got him. I think he dropped to the second round because he, you know, he tore his ACL in the championship game, and he was like a consensus number one, number two prospect in the draft going into the draft that year. So you know, it's it's interesting, man. You know, it's interesting to see kind of how everything is playing out uh, on this team and around the league. We got the coast this week. You know, we beat up on Denver. I think the defense. Played really well, you know, minus the tackling and that running back uh, from North Carolina that that carried the whole defense for that play. That's one of the best runs I've seen in a long time. That was crazy. But, um, you know, past that, the only feedback I had from last game is I really, really hated the decision to go forward on that last play and and get the record. I just thought that – I think that that's the type of football shit that's like – it's going to come back on you one day. Like, I I believe in those types of superstitions of like – you don't do that. You 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 take the loss that you didn't get the record earlier in the game. You don't put guys out there for that last snap. If I'm a Denver Bronco and I'm still on their roster the next time we play the Ravens, I'm going after kneecaps because that's fuck shit right there. Like, fuck that. I do not support that. I did not support that. I was furious to see that. And, again, that's just that's who John Harbaugh is as a coach. He's the coach that will fucking do that. He's the coach that will put the whole franchise at risk over a glamour stat that will that will make people forget that he that the <laughs> that he led all of these teams to all of these non-playoff seasons or these playoff seasons that they should have been higher seeded or these playoff seasons where they should have won more games in the playoffs. He's gonna fucking say, "Well, we ran the ball for 100 yards for 45 straight games." That's on my resume, not on anybody else's resume except mine, because nobody else on the team. Besides, Ronnie Stanley was blocking for them whole 40-something games. And he wasn't even because he got hurt for half a season. And is about to be hurt, it looks like, for most of this season, which he should be because his leg was fucked up. So, I'm just saying all that to say, man, like, that, that was a big ego moment for Harbaugh that I didn't fuck with. That's not no, oh, this is good for the identity of the team. Fuck that. The team knows how good they are, man. Y'all, y'all the ones that threw the ball 35 times or whatever it was, not even mentioning the sacks. Y'all called 40 passes against 20 rushes last week. I mean, like, I don't, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. You know, I don't, I don't fuck with that at all. So you be thankful that Lamar didn't get hurt this time. Or whoever didn't get hurt this time. But that's, that's some bullshit. I didn't fuck with that at all.
This week, we got Denver. Or not Denver, uh, Indianapolis. We had Denver. We got Indianapolis on Monday Night Football. Our third primetime game in the first five weeks. Um, There's only, you know, there's only two players on Indianapolis that I'm really worried about. DeForest Buckner and um, uh, Darius Leonard on defense. And then on offense, Jonathan Taylor, I think is always – He's he's always somebody you gotta look out for because he can take it the distance and run you over. Um, with our tackling the way it's been uh, in the linebacker core in the secondary, I don't think that that's necessarily uh, something that we want to see. But you know, Carson Wentz, I think he sprained both his ankles in the same game, and um, I think that they have. Think that they were 0 and 3 before they won last week, so it's one of them one of them games, man. Where it's like you know we we just beat up on the Broncos who were 3 and 0. We beat them beat up on them in their house. Um, inconsistent officiating in that game, a lot you can say on both sides. Um, but the week before that, you know the, we we went to Detroit, and they, I mean we had to kick the longest field goal of all time on the last play of the game to win that game, so. The Ravens haven't put together four quarters of of complete football on both sides of the ball so far in 2021. They didn't do it that many times in 2020. We really haven't seen it since 2019. Both sides of the ball, well-oiled machine operating on full cylinders, all cylinders. The the uh, the defense this week played amazing. You know, even even before Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. You know, they had the one drive where they gave up that they gave up the score, they gave up some plays. But, you know, I think at one point in the game, man, they they forced like seven punts in a row. So the defense, you know, they were they were where they needed to be. You know, not a lot of penalties, even though we probably had three times as many penalties as they did as usual. Um, you know, I I felt like the defense did a good job, all things considered, but you know, the tackling. You know, the tackling, the tackling, the tackling. That long run that the dude, that the rookie broke uh, for the Broncos, that should have been a two-yard loss <laughs> or maybe a no-gain run, you know. But, it's, it's you know, for, for what it's worth, it was Tavon Young, you know, the littlest dude on the whole team who tried to tackle him in the hole while he was getting blocked. So, you know, you give Tavon a little bit of a pass right there. But, you know, you don't see Queen hustling that hard after the football. Anyway, I'm not doing predictions. <laughs> I'm not doing scores and stuff like that. All I'll say is this. Um, the Forrest Buckner has an opportunity to to absolutely wreak havoc this game. Um, I don't know if Quentin Nelson is going to play this week. Quentin Nelson is the Colts guard who's all everything, and I think he, he missed the first game of his career last week. They just paid him, like, left tackle money basically to play guard. He is that good. Um, but he was out last week, and they still won. So we'll see what happens this week. Carson Wentz, you know, if nothing else, you can always say Carson Wentz is tough. Carson Wentz is tough, but I don't, you know, I'm never, I've never been sold on Carson Wentz. I don't, I mean, but with the way that our defense has played at times this season, he could light us up. The way it's played at other times this season, he'll get shut down. You know, last week we were all over Denver. We pressures were crazy. Odafe was going crazy against the tackles and the guards because they had him rushing from the inside. We just need to see Odafe get his pads down, guys. Once Odafe starts playing with that leverage and that lean, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We saw it on the first sack. But listen, y'all, like I said, man, I got to I gotta kind of take it easy right now. 
Um, I, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be, um, I just got, I don't know, I want, I got so much to say, guys, but I'm trying to get better. And one of the tendencies I have when I'm sick while being a big baby is also not stopping. Yeah, maybe it's just subconsciously justify my being a big baby. I don't know. I don't know. But listen, as long as I've said this all season, all off season going into the season, and I'll say it for the rest of the season, as long as the Ravens block, nobody can stop them. As long as the Ravens can block, nobody can stop them. If you give Lamar time, you can't stop him. If you give anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you block for any of those running backs, they're gonna get yards. I really want to see Tyson back in the game this week. I don't want to see Tyson being a healthy scratch for the rest of the season. You need to make Tyson's development a priority. Especially since you only extended Gus for the two years and he's gonna end up spending one of them fucking hurt. So, get Tyson that confidence that he needs. He's one cut away on a lot of these runs from taking him to the crib, even more than he already has been. Get Tyson more bump. Bateman is supposed to be coming back. Miles Boykin is supposed to be coming back. I don't know what's going to happen with Miles Boykin. Uh, it's documented on the You Heard Me podcast and on my Twitter at you heard me dog D A W G. It's been well documented how much I believe in Miles Boykin's ability. But just like Queen, it's ability. So we'll have to see how it all turns out, y'all. But um, you know where I'm at with it now is uh you know uh kinda at the intersection of you know, kind of at the intersection of um, I, I want to believe that this team can still compete for a Super Bowl and let's just get out of the season healthy with progression in our young players. I'm at that intersection because I don't know if as I'm watching this team, which has not reached its potential yet, I don't think, is a Super Bowl contending team. And if you're not going to win the Super Bowl, I don't even care if you make it. All right? Well, I'm